Listener Production. Christy Baker is the sole Tasmanian selected to represent Australia as part of the inaugural AFL Masters women's team heading to Ireland in 2024. Tube speaks with Christy about her illustrious playing career, changes in women's sports since joining her first organised footy side in 2007, her passion for player development here at home in Tasmania and the privilege of representing Australia. This is Tube Spin on Sport. I'm joined by someone in the football community here in Tasmania who I've known for a long time, Christy Baker. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Thanks so much, Tube. It's great to be here. Tell me what's happened with you the last little while. There's been a lot going on. One thing in particular that's been very exciting for me, I've been selected in the Australian Masters women's team who are heading to Ireland in March in 2024 for a two-test series against the Irish women. This is the first time that AFL Masters have sent a women's team away on an international tour, so very, very exciting to be part of the first women's team. That is absolutely amazing. Now, I've known you since our days of uni review here in Tasmania. In 2006, we did a uni review. Do you remember what it was called? I think it was Little Brighton. Little Brighton might have been second. Okay, it might have been Big Brothel. Big Brothel. I think you might have been assistant choreographer, perhaps. I think I was assisting Jackie Code at that point, yeah. Yes, you were. And I remember going to the rehearsals and my brother and I would take a footy outside and have a kick in the car park across the road from Old Nick and out comes Christy Baker, the dance captain, and she starts kicking the footy with us. And I remember thinking at the time, gee, she's pretty good. We got to know each other a little bit more. And is that the start of your footy journey? I think so, yeah. I used to have a kick around with the boys at work as well and just casually loved it. Maybe had a kick around with my brother when I was a bit younger, but certainly never played in any kind of junior footy league. It wasn't frowned upon, but it wasn't really the thing that young girls did. You kind of go and have your netball or whatever else is available. But yeah, certainly I loved having a kick with all the footy boys through review. And then the following year in 2007, I saw an ad in the paper. Vanessa Mayer had put an ad in the paper to say, hey guys, we're looking at getting a women's team together in the South. Who's interested? And I think from that point forward, footy has been a massive part of my life. To a point where now you're representing Australia. Let's go back to 2007 though. So what happened? You put your name in because there was no Facebook. There was just emails, I suppose, phone numbers. What was it? Well, I don't even think it was that. I think it was an ad in the paper saying, hey, rock up at this ground at this time and we'll have a bit of a kick. And then it was just really word of mouth that got us together, probably mobile phones back then as well, but certainly no social media. It was really, you know, hard to get it out there. And I remember even years later, people saying, oh, it's good to see, you know, women's footies taken off. And I was like, well, we've kind of been doing this for the last seven years. It's just been really hard to get it out there. You started playing with a team in the South. I think that might have been Clarence. It was Clarence. So the Clarence Football Club come on board and said, yes, we're happy to support a women's team. And at the same time, Tony O'Brien in Launceston contacted the Launceston Football Club and they also said, yes, we're happy to support a women's team. So it actually was club-driven back then for the first probably two or three years, really. And they just said, look, let's get a bunch of women together. Let's see where we can take this. Who are some of the trailblazers that are still kicking around like yourself? Well, Melinda Green, who is still kicking around. She's achieved some amazing things in her football career, especially as a player. And it's great to see her in coaching now. But she's been around, I think, since the first training run at Clarence in 2007 and hasn't ever stepped away from it, which I think is amazing. An absolute champion too. How have you seen the evolution of women's football in Tasmania? over the last 15 years? Well, I think back to when I was a kid and there was no female teams 
and I look to where we are now and there's junior programs, there's junior Auskick programs, female-only programs. We're at the point where we're splitting divisions across regions and then across state. We've got devil's programs, we've got AFLW coming in, we've got women's masters teams across the country and then also international women's masters teams. So I think the growth of football in the last 15 years for women in particular has just been phenomenal. I've seen that evolution myself in my commentary and the quality of football too. And I think a part of that, Christy, is that junior development. Do you think things would have been different for you if you had have been playing organised football from a younger age? I certainly think it would be beneficial to anyone. Like I didn't pick up a football until I was almost in my mid-twenties. So, you know, I look at the kids now that are picking it up at five years old. Now that's 22 years of development on where I started. Like that's, you can't put a price on that. So yeah, I think certainly for our generation and a lot of the women I play masters footy with who are 40 plus, 50 plus, you know, some of them had a real dream when they were younger to play football and they just couldn't because there was no pathway. So watching my under 12 girls now and the level of talent and skill that they have at 11 years old, their pathway is absolutely AFLW. It's just, I think it's an amazing thing for them. Tell us about your coaching, Christy. So I started as an assistant coach at uni in 2022 underneath Erin Chivers, who is an absolutely amazing coach and amazing mentor. And I'm very, very thankful for everything that Erin and Luke uh, and the University Football Club have given me. So I've had two years of really good experience as an assistant coach and decided now is a really good time in my development to have a look at stepping up and have actually been lucky enough to have been offered the Lauderdale Football Club's Senior Women's Division 1 coaching opportunity. So that's my path for 2024. I'm really, really excited for the opportunity and looking forward to seeing how much further I can develop in that space. I did hear there that it is a Div 1 side. So Lauderdale Football Club women's side is going to step up from Div 2 into Div 1. That's their aspiration. That's certainly the aspiration of the club and the club are pushing hard and have really made it clear that that's the pathway that Lauderdale Football Club want to take. So we're hoping that that's where we'll end up when the roster comes out or when the divisions come out. What are your challenges there? Challenges, I think, stepping up into a Division 1 competition. The quality of football is much different to a division two. I don't think we have as much separation anymore between our divisions. Back in the early days, it was really clear you'd have your trailblazing clubs that were miles in front and then everyone else kind of trailed behind. So I certainly think the gap is closed, but the quality of the football, the strategy behind the football, the way that the football is executed, the fitness of the players, the quality of the players in a Division One competition, certainly a challenge for a Division Two team to step up. I think the girls absolutely have it in them and I know that they're really looking forward to the challenge. They're ready and they want to do this, so it's really exciting. And now they've got the coach for it too. What does representing Australia mean to you? So when I found out back in March 23 that this was an opportunity for women coming up, I was like, okay, this is something I really, really want to do. Had to work really hard to get myself into a good position. Physically had to battle a few injuries to get myself in the right kind of shape to play at National Carnival in October in Maroochydore. Played probably my best footy that I've played in maybe five or six years. So I was really, really happy with how I played and thought regardless of the outcome, I feel like I put my best foot forward. I was actually standing in the middle of the DFO in Melbourne on Saturday the 14th of October when I got the call on my phone from a number that I didn't recognise. My heart started racing. I I knew that they were calling people on that day to let them know if they were successful. Phone started ringing. I've picked it up. I was shaking. Obviously, it meant a lot to me, even the opportunity to have that phone call. 
And Tracy Kick, the assistant coach from New South Wales, said, hey, how are you going? A little bit of, of small talk. And then she said, congratulations, you've made the Australian team. And I think I just went into shock. I couldn't get the smile off my face. I had all of those really nice endorphins flooding through my body. Kind of didn't hit me maybe for a few days until I was talking to some of the other girls who were selected. And it's like, guys, we're, we're representing our country. Like it's, it's, it's such a privilege to pull on the Tassie Guernsey and represent your state. And I know how that feels and I know what that means to me. Imagine what it's going to feel like when I put on that Australian top and represent my country. Like I, I almost can't put it into words. Well, Christy, I'm incredibly proud of you as a friend and as a football fan. I can't wait to see what happens next year when you head to Ireland to take on the Irish. Are you excited about the trip itself? Oh, the trip itself is going to be amazing. I've never been to Europe, so even that section of it is just going to be unreal. So really looking forward to maybe a couple of extra weeks after the tour to have a bit of a look around. And lastly, before you go, what is your advice to young female footballers out there? My advice to young female footballers, dream as big as you want to dream and, and never be afraid of the challenge. Never be afraid of going, actually, I want to do this and what do I need to do to get there? Because I look at the quality and the talent that's you know in our junior ranks at the moment. These girls have got the opportunity that we never had. So if they want it, my advice to them is you, you pick it up and you take it and you run with it and you be that person. Love it. Christy Baker, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Jubes. 